Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Trance. We are a little bit behind. We apologize for that. Uh, guys, before we get started here, remember, look at the bottom of the screen here if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're not watching this on YouTube, you can find all our links on YouTube. Uh, they're right there at the bottom of the screen. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it. You can find Facebook. Us. Facebook. There's no excuses for anything. That all being said, ladies and gentlemen, I am Bobby Sampson and I'm joined with my man, Mr. Chance Michaels. We are, I guess, technically one, two sleeps away now from the Royal Rumble. Here we are, my man. Two yeah. sleeps away. I'm excited. A lot of hype, a lot of buildup going into this show uh, with, with no January pay-per-view in sight. So they basically had two months to build the show up. Uh, and no, there was no pay-per-view in December either. So they had all of December and all of January to build this yep. up. Uh, looks pretty good. I'm pretty excited. But before we get into that, we, we'd be remiss if we don't talk about Raw 30, man, that happened on Monday. Now, most of you probably already know what went down already. Uh, so we'll keep it nice and brief. Just some highlights here. Hulk Hogan coming out. Mike Troubles. Um, unfortunate. Unfortunate. Good way to start the show, though, with the most iconic wrestler of all time. So it's too yeah. bad. About them. They fixed it quick, though, but still yeah but still it's a faux pas something they don't normally see on raw but i mean oh, I can't remember time to times. but um yeah so we start right off with the trial of sammy Zayn. they kicked the show off with this and this was a really long segment chance i mean too it, long. Went, too long. it went really long i mean it was enjoyable i i didn't really feel the, the time first full hour was almost all bloodline and they had their tag match everything was too much so it's, it's raw 30 and you got all these guys coming back and you take it that takes an hour it's just, i thought it was too much it was good but too long yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, no, fair enough. I can see where some people feel that way. I thought it was okay. Like I said, I didn't feel like it was, you know, drawing on me. Like, oh my god, this is taking forever. I mean, it moved really well. It was done really well. So it was good. Things, I was just excited right? to see the other guys, right? And you got to sit through these guys. And the bloodline are kind of mundane. Besides Sami Zayn, so I was like, let's go, let's go. Yeah, that's what I was feeling. But like I said, I think it's all building up to something else bigger and whatnot. So I, I can understand why. But even they would admit, yeah, it went too long, right? Mm. Uh, basically, it starts out with Paul Heyman just basically running him down, just saying he's guilty, he's charged, shows all these little clips of, you know, where Sammy's running away from the action or what have you. And, uh, you know, I can understand where Sammy came from on this. I mean, this was probably, you know, it wasn't a shoot. Obviously, it was a work and it was a part of the whole, you know, thing that they were doing. But yeah. I really felt for Sammy. It's like, you know what? This guy's done everything he possibly can, you know, to kind of prove himself and, you know, to still be in this position is kind of shitty, you know? So for him to come out at the end and go, look, you know what? I'm hurt by all of this. And I, how can I defend myself? I have no defense. Yeah. I just pissed off Roman Reigns. And Roman's is all like, he got angry and, you know, that angry that Sammy didn't care anymore and told Solo to get the, you know, spike yeah. him. And uh, just as he was about to fucking launch it, um, Jay, or no, sorry, Jay, yeah, Jay. Yeah, it's Jay, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jay comes out of nowhere and he, and he stops him. Um, the beauty of TV, eh? You never see the guy coming from off camera, which is yeah, so exciting. True. So, yeah, he stops him and he says, I produce my own, you know, defense. Which, of all the guys, the guy that hated him the most, the guy that wanted him out the most and everything is the one who's defending him the most. Got and a soft this, spot for him now. And when all this is said and done, I think I'm going to feel sorry for him, Jay Uso. <laughs> You yeah. know, I mean, with all directions and the way there's everything is kind of going right now, um, you know, so he comes out, he gives his little defense, shows them how he supported them, how he saved them, how he's pushed them out of the way, how he's taken shots. 
I mean, broke kicks, um, claymores, you name it. Like he, he saved Ray, Roman. He saved Jay. So, I mean, he's like the nerdy guy trying to make the cool click and he does whatever it takes to get in the click where pretty much what's happening with Sammy, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. So, so basically he goes, okay, you know what, based on all the evidence, Roman gives him, you know, a, a, a sentence of being innocent for right now until the Royal Rumble, that's his final test. And I think that's when this ball is really going to start rolling. Uh, something, something's got to happen there. It's right? Building. Yeah, it's right. Up. It's building. It's building up to something. We got extreme rules coming up in February. Talk is that Sammy probably going to be the opponent. No, no, elimination chamber. Elimination chamber. I apologize. Oh, I know so mean. we got that uh, coming up. So you know, let's see where we go there. All right. So like you said, the first hour of this three-hour thirtieth anniversary of Raw continues with the Bloodline in a tag team match against. Um, Oh, Dominic April. and uh, well, sorry, Judgment Day. Judgment yeah, Day. Judgment Day. Yeah, uh, Dominic and Damian Priest. Um, halfway through the match, Jimmy gets hurt. Sammy says, "I'll take over," and uh, the rest is history. He gets the win. Everything is okay. Uh, backstage, you can hear Roman telling Paul Heyman, "Okay, he's done what he needed to do here tonight. Keep him off. You know, keep him away till the Royal Rumble," which is interesting. So we. By all accounts, you not see Sami Zayn on Friday Night SmackDown, where his buddy and uh, future tag team partner, if everything is the way it's supposed to go, Kevin Owens is going to be taking on Solo Sakai. So keep Sami out of the picture, beat the shit out of uh, uh, Kevin there. Maybe that's the plan there. Now, this is probably my favorite part of the night. LA Knight comes out. And he starts talking trash. And I love how this guy talks. I love his promos. But you know what? I, I get the sense. I almost get he's trying to call out his inner Stone Cold Steve Austin with the yeah. Right? You know, like if sort you of, watch yeah. it, if, if you watch that, I don't know. I'm just reminded of Stone Cold a lot when he does that. Right? He's trying sort to make it. it his own. He's trying to get the crowd to buy into the yeah. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of an interesting thing. But maybe it'll grow on me. I, I find it a little off-putting. But that's just me. Uh, Knight talks trash, says that, you know, he's not scared of nothing, uh, pitch dark match, which I still don't understand how that's going to work, but I guess we'll find out this Saturday. They'll have a little light on it so you can see what's going on. <laughs> It'd be really dim. I think it's going to be kind of like when Sin Cara used to come out and they would fight on the red light. Yeah, it'd be something like that. You know, so something like that, but I mean, <clears throat> I don't think the ring will be fully illuminated, but I guess we'll find out when that happens. Yeah. Um, he, he keeps talking trash and trash and all of a sudden... The one guy, I knew he was going to be there, but I didn't realize he was going to be there as the American badass character. Uh, kind of cool to see The Undertaker come out to that old moniker. Uh, really cool. Coming yeah, out on the bike, he comes out there. Bike. Yeah, comes out there, and uh, he steps up to LA Knight. Uh, Bray White music hits. He comes out. So now you got LA Knight caught between a rock and a hard spot. He doesn't know what to go. He ends up back in the ring. Gets caught by the Undertaker. Looks like he's going to get choke slammed. Bray comes in the ring. He throws him to Bray. Sister Abigail. Bray and the Taker stare down. Taker says something and walks away. Passing of the torch? Could be. Yeah, I guess you could say that. The next dark man, dark side, dark character. It's kind of interesting. Uh, going back to WrestleMania 31, because of that whispering of the year or that passing of knowledge or whatever he said to him, um, you know, a lot of different other articles have now emerged about The Undertaker and Bray Wyatt, their particular relationship that they have. 
One interesting thing that I got out of this was from WrestleMania 31 when they had their match there. After the match, apparently, Taker had gone backstage and, you know, one of his traditions is he always gives Vince a hug after the match. And the one thing he told Vince this particular WrestleMania was take care of him. Regardless, yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Take care of him. So he's always had a thing for Bray Wyatt. He's always appreciated him. He likes him. He wants him to succeed. So maybe this is... Uh, you know, one can argue it was five, two year, five years too late, you know, but I can understand it. Maybe everything is timing. Maybe he wasn't ready for that. Maybe it wasn't his time, you know, so it, it's kind of cool. Hard that to say. It, it's hard to say, but like I said, it happened, it happened, and now we're here. Uh, this was a fun segment. So the next one that we had was Bailey versus Becky Lynch in a steel cage match. Now that got scrapped. Why? Yep. Because the bloodline segment went too long. Way too long. Right. So basically the original plan for this match was to have Lynch win and have damage control do what they had did, what they had done to her uh in the beginning of that match, right? So um because the match didn't happen, they just cut all of it and they just beat the shit out of her to forward that storyline. So that's basically what happened there. Out comes the Generation X and with Kurt Angle in tow. Now, this is really funny because I don't think the boys, well, I mean, they were working it that way that they didn't realize that Kurt Angle had walked out with them. They yeah. get in there, they start doing their shake, they look around, they realize that Kurt Angle's standing in the ring with them and they look at him and go, what are you doing here? Because I always yeah. wanted to be a part of DX. I thought that was really fun. It was a really fun segment. A lot of comedy for, for these guys to do and they built up a match. Seth Rollins, the Street Profits against Imperium. Imperium came out to kind of confront DX because they're making fun of everything. And these guys are serious wrestling guys, the sport that they love. So they had a six-man tag there. And basically, as expected, you know, Street Profits yep. Seth got the job done. Uh, I don't think it hurt anyone. I don't think it hurts Imperium at all. Uh, it was just a fun match, something to fill. Uh, the Here. one thing that I didn't like about the segment, it was funny and comedy was pretty good. I mean, the thing I didn't like is that I get they're doing, we're old, we're out of breath, we're all old guys. I mean, I don't think Xbox is quite 50 yet. He's pretty close, but he's the youngest of them all. But I, I thought they made DX. I know they're not working anymore. I get it. But for me, it made him seem weak. Oh, we're too old. We can't do this. We can't do that. I wish they would have said, hey, we're still the boys. We want to go, we go kind of thing, right? So I felt it made him look weak. I get it. They're not even active, any one of them. So I understand it. But from my take, I just, I thought they'd get in there and you know what I mean? Like when Lesnar came to the ring to Hogan, hey, grandpa, Hogan got right in his face. You know what I mean? Piper got in his face. And here's Triple H and Michaels. I don't want to wrestle. You don't want to wrestle? Like, I didn't like that. That's what you know, you know what it was? I think they were trying to be DX of 1997, 98, where they would do a lot of those kind of moves. Like, you know, it was, it was almost, it was, you know, it was just that comedy aspect of DX. No, right? the comedy was great, but I just thought, no, 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 was... I know what you're saying, but they were just focusing on that more than they were, you know, trying to be tough guys or anything. Yeah, I know. Right? Michael runs around his ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, a lot of times, the only times that I ever saw DX ever get serious in those kind of scenarios was when they felt threatened. You know what I mean? Like uh, when DX was going up against the Nation of Domination, you would see them get up in their face. Yeah, but as soon I, I as you know what I'm saying, but as soon as yeah, I yeah, see yeah. what Hogan crash or Lesnar crash Hogan's party, it's all uh, birthday's over. Grandpa and Hogan like stared him down, and Piper got in his face, and yeah, Slater, yeah. like they had that, that old but still tough, like let's go. But yeah, but I guess DX do more of a comedy thing, but it was a great segment nonetheless. No, no, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, th I thought you know it would be nice to see them kind of get up in their faces, but uh, you know, 
like, like you know, you didn't mention this though. We were talking about this off air. Triple H's comment to Road Dog. Oh, that was um, yeah. you Get know, back better being yeah, that was good. Right, you know, that was pretty funny as well. But if you really look good. at them all, I mean, they're all outside of him. They all look great. They all look great. I mean, X Pac looks really good. They can all still sure. go if they have to too. Um, I would well, say Michaels just did a few years ago. But... Well, I I would say Michaels could probably go. I could say that you know X Pac could probably go. Uh, I think Road Dog could roll around a bit. Road Dog um, just talk, right? <laughs> he just stays in the mic. I don't know if it's safe enough for Triple H to do anything. Yeah, yet. depending on his right? heart. But... but no, there was that one moment where where he got in the nose of Gunther. They they stared off. Did they? Yeah, they had that one moment there where where Triple H and Gunther were like nose to nose. Well, I don't remember that one. Maybe I'm, if he did, good for him then. Cause... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do remember it now. Like, as they were talking, right? Like, you know, they were talking shit and everything. And, you know, Hunter becomes Hunter a little bit, right? A little bit, yeah. Like, he was the, if anything, he was the one guy. Everyone else was kind of behind him. But he was that guy. I, I yeah, he's the biggest now. All right. right. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, he's probably the only one who can't go. Because of his heart, possibly, yeah. Because of his heart, right? But, I mean, yeah, I do remember that. I, I saw that... Um, I do remember seeing that. I'm trying to see if I have a... Yeah, yeah, it's right here. I'm looking at it right now. There was a picture of it. So there was a shot okay, of Hunter and him um, okay. kind of going, facing each other off there. So, but again, I think the comedy was so powerful. It was great, yeah. Right? Like, it, it kind of maybe took that moment away for you. I'm just thinking. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, you could be right, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Very funny. Yeah, so, so that was really cool. So, okay, so basically... You know, here we are. We this is probably the only way they fit all these legends in. Now, I'll be honest, I thought more guys would have come. You know, I was expecting a lot more in terms of legends, and you know, for Raw 30, like okay, for example, where was Stone Cold? Stone Cold should have been there. Stone Cold would have been one of the guys you think that would be there. Right. Uh Mick Foley, but he turned it down. They wanted him Did to he? come. Yeah, he turned it down because he'd already been on the road promoting whatever he promotes now. His book. Tatanka or... couldn't make it because his kid had wrestling or something like that. Who? Tatanka. Yeah, I'm not too worried about him not coming. No, but he said. Uh, he yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Bella Twins were upset. They were initially booked, but then Creative told them, we have nothing for you. So they went on their podcast this week to complain about that. And they also were, I guess they were trying to basically complain that they didn't do enough for for the girls revolution and everything else that had taken place over the years leading up to the raw 30 and whatnot so they're being a little bitter as well i just wanted to throw that in there you there's know, only so much time and so many people you can put on a three-hour show right i mean well the only female they had from the past was alundra blakes yeah right i mean uh no mention of sasha but there were segments that they showed sasha um, but I, I think at the end of the day, like I said, I mean, there were a lot of guys and girls there that should have been there that weren't there, in my opinion. Uh, you know, namely Stone Cold, namely Mick Foley. They, yeah, know, but they got some. They got some of the big guns, all like Hogan and Flair and Michaels, Triple H. So there's only so many. Like you said, Foley didn't want to do it. What can they do? He's saying no. We no, 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 hundred percent, right? So like, but I like Baker the fact that they came out. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we got some good names, but I just. I don't know. I thought Raw 25 had a bit more to offer, to be fair. I thought it that... It depends like, who wants to do it. That's, that hurts the show, too. If they say no, what are you going to do, right? No, 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 no. I get it completely. My right? only one complaint would be is that I wish Hogan was on a little bit more. I, I love him starting the show. I wish you would have seen him again, I don't know, something backstage or come out and do something, but there's only yeah. so much time you have. Well, like so I, I said, with the three-hour Raw, there's enough time, 
right? I mean, yeah, really, you figure like Matt is arm only, still huge for six, late right? 60, right. Man. I mean, if you think about it, there was only four matches in this whole show. Yeah. Right, and the and it's, it's a three-hour fucking show, man. I mean, Grant are you surprised the... that you didn't see Hogan again for the rest of the night? Well, I'm I... surprised I didn't see a lot of things. Right, I'm I'm surprised there weren't more backstage segments. I wasn't expecting a lot of wrestling from the show. I really wasn't. I, I even though it was a go-home show, and mm-hmm. that's the other thing that kind of maybe complicated this a little bit was the fact that it was a go-home show for Raw. Like you know, this is the last Raw before Royal yeah. Rumble, right? We only have SmackDown. Um, you know, so, so you needed to get all that in there as well. And I completely got that piece. I mean, I think you could have done without Sonia Deville showing up on Raw. That wasn't necessary. That was right? not necessary her, her, the, the Bianca match, like, don't get me wrong. I love Bianca Belair. I love women's wrestling, but I don't think on a show like this, that, that Sonia Deville needed TV time. Absolutely didn't. Right, it's not about the women's wrestling. She just didn't deserve to be on there. There's so well, many other guys that could have the spot. Well, no, no, because it led to a match. A match that I don't think needed to happen. That's what I'm you know? saying. Like, didn't yeah. need to do right, right. Either. Like I mean, I think you needed to focus more on the Alexa and 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 her feud going into the Royal Rumble as it being a go home show. Both being raw people, you needed to focus on that a little bit more. I thought. I think they did a good job building it up and you know tearing it up before you know. They go into this match, Alexa basically saying that, look, I don't need Uncle Howdy. I don't need Bray Wyatt. I don't need Fireflies and Funhouses. I need you to understand that I'm going to kick your ass by myself. Right? And I think of all the people that can possibly take the strap off of her, Alexa's probably the most promising. I don't think she's going to win, but she can handle her own. And that vicious little side of her that when it comes out, she's an awesome heel, man. Yeah, she's good. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. All right. So back to Raw. The Miz comes out and was upset that he doesn't have a title match or a Miz TV segment or anything like that on the Raw 30. Uh, KO comes out and beats the shit out of him. Let's just call it that. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. No DQ match. This was your main event. Lashley basically controlled the whole match until that music hit, and out came Brock Lesnar, F5 Bobby, then F5 La- uh, Theory on top of him, and there you go, Austin Theory is still holding that title. I got some ideas now. You ready? What's that? Let's hear it. All right, so, Chance, let's talk Royal Rumble. Here we are. Okay. Let's talk about what we know, because there's one more show to go. We don't know what's going to be added from that show if any other matches are going to be made from that show um so let's work with what we have let's first start off with the men's royal rumble okay in this match so far we got kofi kingston santos escobar ricochet baron corbin austin theory seth rollins bobby lashley ray mysterio gunther cody rhodes omos drew mcintyre sheamus braun Strowman, carrying cross that's 15 with 15 spots open. Now, this is what makes this Royal Rumble really interesting. All the rock talk and all of the stuff leading up to Roman Reigns' title defense and what have you has really put this men's Royal Rumble up in question in terms of really going out there and determining. Like, this is a grabble, man. Like, this is a real true guess. I mean, if everything was supposed to be the way it's supposed to be and Direction and wise, I would say Cody's the guy to win the Royal Rumble. Right? Hands Cody down. will probably win it. 
but that's based on what we know. Now, based on the 15 names that we don't know about, I'm not too concerned, but one of those spots, if it belongs to the Rock, that is probably the guy who's going to win it. I don't think Rock's coming out, but if he does, he wins it. I don't think he's coming out. I don't know. Maybe he's not, you know, and it's kind of interesting. I hope Lesnar comes in the Rumble. I'd like to see him come out there and start tossing some guys. All right. Like I like you talking that way because here's my prediction, right? We don't see the name Brock Lesnar on that list of 15, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I think Brock and Lashley are going to start this year's Royal Rumble. That'd be cool. That's like a hell of a way to start it. Right. And I think between the two of them, they're going to go and they're going to eliminate 15 of the guys that we don't know about between the two of them and keep fighting. And then ultimately what you're going to see is Omos come out. Omos will come out at some point and he, the hurt and the Cedric Shelton MVP, they're all going to come out and work together to help Bobby eliminate uh, Brock, which will set you up that match for mania. Yeah, that could be, I hope it's not uh, Lashley and Lesnar again at mania. I think, I would rather see Brock by the young guy, but it could be. It looks like that's where it's going because he came out and attacked Lashley on Raw, right? Yeah, but they haven't fought that Mania. No, I know. I'm saying I, I don't want to see them keep feuding. I'd rather have them have a fresh feud going into Mania. Well, like, to be honest, they've only had the one match. And that was... uh Crown they have two? No, one. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. They've had two. Yeah, but... No, no, one. One, one. When... when uh When What's-His-Face beat him. Lashley beat him. Kept the title on him. I thought they had they only had they only had one. I thought it was two. I can only think of the one match in my you head. Could right be now, right. man. I you could be right as well. That that's the beauty of it. But I I don't know. I'm gonna go with what I think. I think they've only had one match. Okay. Um, and and that was kind of like thrown together quickly, right? We so might see now, Edge come out in this Rumble too. Well, Edge could potentially come out as well. Like I mean, he's another name here as well, right? So we don't know. There's like 15 guys. I mean, Dominic's name's not even on the list, He'll so we don't. Right. So we don't know who the other 15 guys are. Some of them could be NXT guys. Some of them could be surprises. We do not know. And the one one last, be... Austin Theory won it last year, right? Uh, no, Brock won it last year. Is it Brock? Was it Brock? Yeah, yeah. Brock okay. won the 2022 Royal Rumble, man. I'm currently... I'd like, see, I'd like to see Austin Theory win it, to be honest with you. I know he's not going to, but that's why if I was in charge, I'd give it to him. I have a feeling Austin Theory and John Cena is your match for Mania. That'd be sweet. Yeah, maybe John Cena comes out in the Rumble. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I mean, again, we don't know. We'll we, see. It'll be fun. It's going to be surprises. There always is. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be lots of surprises. So that's the men's Royal Rumble. Now, knowing what we know, are you going to go with your pick of Cody Rhodes still? I don't. I I, I think he's going to win, but I do not want him to win because I'm not his biggest fan. But yes, I'm going to stick with Cody Rhodes to win it. Okay. What about you? I, again, I... I'm going to go with Cody as well, only for the fact, just based on what we know. Now, either the creative team over at WWE or WWE has done such an amazing job with this by where they've really, you know, done a good job with The Rock. And it's truly going to be a surprise, you know? But like I've been saying for the last few months, the guy's not in, in ring shape. He was terrible the last time he went 10 years ago. And yes, he's built like an ox. But he can't move well. He's he's too many PEDs. He's yeah, he looks good, but I don't think he can wrestle. And I don't think he wants to look go out there and be a shell of himself. So I don't think we'll see him. Well, I think maybe he is ready because I hear he's training with guys down at NXT. I've heard that maybe. story as well. I think maybe okay. I think personally that maybe they're throwing shade on it to make it look like he's not gonna be there and you know, secretly Possible. he's doing his thing. 
that tried one way to keep it really under wraps and everything. Um, 50-50. It's hard to say. It, it's, it's hard to say. We don't know. I think everything, obviously everything's going to be answered this Saturday. We'll know for sure. So based on what we know, I am going to go with Cody Rhodes as well, only because it's the right choice, the promotions and everything behind it. Unless it's some fucking swerve that none of us expected. I hope so. I sure right? hope so. Hope you know, not even so. being the rock. It could be anything, right? Like and we've seen Royal Rumbles where when Shinsuke won, I didn't expect that. Yeah, right? that's you know? surprised. But but then that's the one time they got it right. He eliminated Roman at the end there. Mm-hmm. So they were booing him. I just finished watching the Royal Rumble of 2015. I have a habit of going back and watching old Royal Rumble matches at random. Uh, as we lead up into it, just to kind of get a feel and see where things are. Uh, the Royal Rumble 15 was really interesting, man. You know what? I was watching it and I felt like it was like AEW versus WWE at many a time. Like in the ring at one time, you had Seth against five current AEW guys. Oh, okay. So it was kind of fun to watch that Royal Rumble. But that was the Royal Rumble where they were hot for Daniel Bryan. This was the yeah, one going yeah. Right. This is the one that was going into WrestleMania 30. Now, this crowd booed the shit out of everybody after the 30th um, guy came yep. out. I can't remember who it was right now off the top of my head. But once the number 30 came out and they realized that Daniel O'Brien wasn't in the Royal Rumble for the rest of that match. And I felt bad for Sheamus. I felt bad for Roman at that point. Because I felt bad for Batista. I felt bad for Ray. Those were your yep. final four. When those final four were standing there, you know how they do their stare down in their corners and look at each mm-hmm. other? Yep. All you heard was just boo, boo, like really loud boos. Yeah, years. They, Brian was hot for a few years there, real hot. And basically... I never liked the guy myself, but yeah, he was super popular. I can't deny it. But um, yeah, so that was really fun to watch. All right, so let's go to the Women's Royal Rumble. Only seven women are confirmed for this match. Liv Morgan, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zelina Vega, and Emma. Um, interesting. I don't know what to expect from this one, to be completely honest. I'll tell you who I think is going to win. Based on what we know again, based on the names that we know of, I really believe this is going to be Rhea Ripley's Royal Rumble victory. It sure seems that way. I think so. Well, they're not building it up that way. And I think that's the beauty of it. Well, they kind Um, of are. They gave her a lot of camera time. She's getting in the guy's faces. But but that's, yeah, it seems, I hear what you're saying, but but all the time and everything that she's currently kind of doing is more geared towards Judgment Day business, right? And her relationship with Dominic. You haven't really seen an influx like i mean she was supposed to fight bianca belair before she got that concussion right Mm -hmm. so i mean that was supposed to be the match at money in the bank uh so that never happened and you never really heard much about that match ever since then so she's quietly doing her thing with judgment day and whatnot i just have a feeling because you can look and say okay raquel rodriguez is another name that could potentially win this royal rumble like she's she's like you got some of these girls in there like bianca raquel uh ria Ronda will be in there probably. Possibly, but she's not announced right now. Let's see. She's not going to win it, though. Well, again, you never know, right? Like, I mean, Becky could be in there. Damage Control could be in there. Like, so there are a lot of names, you know. So let's see where they go with that. Charlotte Flair, maybe? Well, Charlotte's champion. 
Yeah, I, I mean, she'll she, be in the Rumble then. Well, she went in there one year, remember? She went into the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. as champion, thinking if I win the Royal Rumble, I won't have to defend it at Mania. And I believe she got down to like the final four or final five in that match and got eliminated finally. So, you know, but that was her thinking, right? We're going to see on the women's side and on the men's side a few surprise entrances, like old stars are going to come out. They always do one or two guys, one or two women. So those are always fun too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you're going to probably see a few surprises here on this Royal Rumble, man. Not just the Rumbles itself, but I think as this card keeps going and going, you're just going to see surprises. I think it's just... Yep. A lot of surprises. I'm hoping, anyways, man. I'm, 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 I'm afraid that I've built this one show up a lot in my mind, and that scares me because whenever I've done that in the past, I've been let down. So, Royal well, Rumbles are always—they're one of the big four. They're always pretty good. They are, man. But last year's was pretty shit. I didn't mind it. No, nah, I wasn't a fan of it at all. To be completely honest, I mean, that's—it was before we started this and everything, but it just didn't flow properly. There was a lot of miscommunication in in that show. Um, you know, just to go back and watch it again, I realized that, yeah, it wasn't the best of, you know, of that series. It wasn't the worst, but yeah. it wasn't, you know, a great show, in my opinion, considering that mind. you, yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, but anyways, all right. So undisputed WWE Universal Championship is on the line. Roman Reigns defense against Kevin Owens. Man, not looking forward to this one at all, to be honest well, with you. Why? Just don't want to see Kevin Owens in the main event for a championship match on a Royal Rumble. Like, I don't get it. He's not going to win. It's not even believable that he is going to win. So I'm not even sure why they're putting him out there. Well, I because think like, think about it. You know, Roman's going to have the belt at Mania, right? So it's like, so, you know, I'm sure there'll be interference with Sammy and that might all go down there. But like, Kevin's definitely not winning. No, I, and I don't expect him to win either. But again, as we call the Royal Rumble the official start to the road to WrestleMania. I think all of this is just kind of building up to that reunion again of Sammy and Owens and, you know, leading them to WrestleMania. I think it's just all has to play alone. Like, okay, to be completely honest, man, this whole bloodline and Sammy Zayn thing was supposed to only be a couple of weeks, right? Roman wanted, this is something I've read. I saw this where Roman has said that he wanted to make Owens and Sammy superstars. He wanted to work with them to elevate them, to bring them up even higher. And the whole bloodline thing and everything that's kind of been going on, it was only supposed to last a few weeks. It wasn't supposed to go this long. But because everything clicked and everything happened is what it what we got from it. You know, a lot of it's because of Sami Zayn. Um, so, yeah. Bloodline, if you take Sami Zayn out of there, is maybe the most boring and mundane faction ever in wrestling. They are so boring and unentertaining. Yes, Roman's a good worker, and this is a good tag team. But if you're talking for entertainment on stick, they are so boring and mundane. So I'm glad they have Sami Zayn because he has a little bit of life to them because they are very, very boring. It's it's bad. Well, he has a little sizzle to the steak, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, and you know, interesting enough, and Roman well, has gotten better on the stick, but he's just not an entertaining guy. He's just not great well, worker, good look, but he's just not an entertainer. He's just not great at entertaining as far as mic work and charisma like you just i don't know it's just boring when they, the usos are standing there and then their their cousin there and the blonde haired guy is just like they are so boring <laughs> it's like watching paint dry but sammy zane makes it fun right so he's really saved it i think yeah well no i think a lot of people right. will agree with that and i think they will agree with that to to a certain extent yeah. as well so but i i think this match is again just the part of the bigger picture right like yeah. it or not you know mm-hmm. it's going to go down um yeah. i think roman wins obviously 
But then again, who knows? There could be that swerve. Like I said, I mean, don't let Sammy come anywhere near us until the Royal Rumble. Your final test is at the Royal Rumble. So yep. this is, you know, a lot of possible things can happen here. We could see the title split here, you know, somehow. Um, which will allow Cody to win the Royal Rumble if The Rock decides to come back, you know? So, so I mean, there's so many possibilities here. I mean, never say never. I mean, stranger things have happened. We could see Roman with one title. We could see Roman leave with two titles. We could see Roman leave with both titles. So, again, until this yeah. actually goes never down, know. never, never know, right? I mean, it's kind of guarded. This whole storyline's being pretty guarded. So, they've done a good job with it. And, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think it's all just a build up to the bigger picture here. Yep. All right, Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair against Alexa Bliss. I think this is going to be a firecracker of a match. I think people are yeah, sleeping on good. this one. Don't sleep on this one, guys and gals. I mean, this is going to be a fun match. This will not be your bathroom bake match, I promise. No, you. this is going to be good. Uh, I will go with, uh, you know, I'm a huge Alexa mark, I'll be honest. Uh, but I don't think she will win. I think this will be Bianca winning it. And with Rhea winning the Royal Rumble, I think you're going to see that show down at Mania. I think you're right. I agree with you. Right. That. So that's kind of why I'm kind of building that up in my mind that way. And then finally, the pitch black match. Don't know what to expect from this. Um, it could be like we were saying earlier, it could just be very dim lighting because I mean, what's the point of putting it on TV if no one can see? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it doesn't make sense. I mean, Maybe they're blindfolds. That makes more sense to me. That could be. I never thought of that. Yeah. That's... Right. You know, it's one possible way to that way that people can actually see. But I think if worse comes to worse, you're going to see, you're going to see just spotlights. Yeah. There'll be a little spotlights, white spotlights on there. So right. See. That's basically what I think is going to happen. Those are the two avenues that you're going to see from this. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's your basically your Royal Rumble, man. I think after Saturday night, we will have a real clear picture of what's going down. One thing I got to mention about Raw, and I think the young superstars need to take a little bit of notice of this. This is the best viewership Raw has had in three years. But what did it take? It took the old superstars to give you the best rating you've had in three years. That goes to show you people like the guys with the characters, right? They don't want to see. I'm not saying they're not good workers. Johnny Gargano's and guys like that. Who don't have any charisma when you bring out Hogan's and Triple H's and Takers and Angles, they get the best rating they've had in three years. Why? Because they, people want to see the old guys. This is my point. The casual fan tuned in on Monday to check it out. Even one of my buddies said, Hey, Angles out, Hogan came out, he doesn't watch wrestling in five years. So the younger guys need to take note of that and develop better characters to keep to keep that high rating up. Well, I think that's the problem with wrestling today, man. And we've talked about this and I talked about this yeah. majority, I'm not saying you, know? you don't say I'm just saying no 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 I'm, I'm agreeing with you I'm just making a yeah. point to your point uh you know even when we talked to the moment taker and uh Jordy Taylor there um you know just even on an indie level you look at guys like Thunder mm. from Jalunder I mean Great it's character. that character right it's just that that presence and whatnot I uh, love the take, look in his eyes too yeah yeah does. actually you know to, to kind of talk about this even a little bit more if you look at Jake Snake Roberts uh, if you guys can check out his podcast, he goes off on the young talent. Oh, does he? I, he that's one DDP Snake Pit or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, DDP Snake Pit. Uh, he goes off. I'm gonna find that for you here right now. Just give me a quick second. I'm gonna find this. It's really interesting. I've heard about what he it. Had to say. No, he was pretty upset. Like, I mean, I, I know, I I know. Um, 
I know he can be a little weird sometimes. I, he's got oh, his yeah. moments, Jake the Snake and what have you, but uh, I, I can't argue with him on this one at all. Just bear with me here, fans. I'm trying to mm -hmm. find what he said here so I don't bastardize uh, his comments. Um, well, we're saying know. that. We check him that. Did you hear what Kevin Nash said on this podcast there? Said it was Something. a sarcastic comment. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the police showed up and everything because it's suicide, right? Yeah, well, maybe they got to take it serious. But if it was serious, they don't show up. So, I mean, it could have been sarcastic. It, it seemed legit, though. It didn't seem sarcastic. Um, If someone it's comes and checks on you... No, no, no. If someone is going to say shit like that, you know, and I'm going to be honest here, man, and I apologize to anyone. I am a victim of suicide. You know, I've lost a family member to suicide. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll be, I was 13 at the time when I, when I lost him, uh, my, my cousin, right? I'll be completely honest. Even at 13, I was sad, but I was also disgusted. My personal opinion, I don't believe that suicide is the answer for anybody. I know, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I hear right? You. And and anyone who commits suicide, and this is where I might get in trouble, and this is where we'll know if people are actually listening, are <laughs> the most selfish people in the world. It's a selfish act, absolutely. Right? Like, I look at, I'm basing it on what I witnessed after the fact. And now, you know, I, I got what? This happened in 1988, wow. so we're, we're almost what? 35 years later. 35 years later, I think I have enough substance to work with and enough data to kind of analyze and the effect that it had on family members. It took years off their lives. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, we, we, we lost family members who were so affected by this that they probably should be alive today still. But wow. because of it, their health and everything deteriorated and they basically just, you know, yeah, you're not just taking yourself or you're taking everybody else, you know, a part of them goes with you too when you do stuff like that, right? Well, that's it, right? And the other big part of this is, is like, I blame families for it, you know, as harsh as that sounds, you know, like, oh, oh we didn't expect this. We didn't see that. Like, well, aren't you paying attention to your family? Yeah. You know, if I come home and I see little Miss Miss looking down, I'm going to ask her, even if she's not, I will make sure, are you okay? Yeah. You know, no, even, I hear you. Right? Like, I mean, it, it's a responsibility. Like, So I don't blame the cops for showing up. They got to take it no, serious. No, 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 not at all. But how sad can you possibly be without someone not noticing? Mm -hmm. Just saying. I, 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 no, I no, you're right. You're right. Right? right? Like, I just, it's, it's, it's hard for, it's a hard pill for me to swallow. I'm, I, it's a horrible thing to happen to anybody. It's a horrible place to be in anyone's mind. To mm -hmm. get to the point where you feel that that's the only way to deal with things. We all have issues. We all deal with shit on a regular basis, man. Not one of us has a perfect life. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And that and that's proven by people who have fuck you money. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that one gets me the most. If you got that kind of money, how can you be sad? What do you have to be sad about? They'll say it's mental illness, chemical imbalance. They don't, I get that know. as well, right? I get that as well. Like, you know, like everyone is always sad about Anthony Bourdain being, you know, whatever. I, you know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> I don't mean it in a bad way. He had the best job in the world. Go he had the best life in the world. He had a rock, man. What are you sad about? Yeah, I know. Right? I don't get it. 
Out, so. outside of outside of mental illness and stuff like that, and even then, even if someone is suffering from mental illness, mental illness, and then having these kind of thoughts, where are the practitioners? Where are the people around you? I think a lot of them don't tell anybody, right? I don't know if think it's like, telling. No, no, no. I get it, but you don't tell them. But you're supposed to pick up on energy, man. You're supposed to pick up on your family members' vibe. It's yeah. kind of like, why do you have a family then? Right. Mm -hmm. Unless you're completely isolated and all by yourself and there's no one to check on you. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, I like, know what you're saying. I hear you. You know, like I apologize and I really sincerely, sincerely apologize to anyone offended by that, but I don't mean it to be offensive. I just want people to open their eyes and realize that, there, you know, there's so many ways to avoid this. And it starts yeah. with the people around you, if not the person himself. Obviously, the person himself doesn't know how to deal with it because they've pushed themselves to that limit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, People, no, I agree. Right. All right. So, <laughs> to Jake the Snake Roberts, man. Holy shit. That was crazy. I apologize for that. Um, And I lost it. Give me a second here. Uh, While I'm talking about that, John Morrison was on a podcast and he was talking about Logan Paul. And he said something really interesting. And the guy asked him, like, what did you think about Logan Paul's matches? He goes, well, it's really hard not to have a great match when you basically practiced one whole month for that one match. You rehearsed the match for a month solid. So he says, yeah, he's impressed by him. But how many guys get the opportunity to fucking work a whole month on one match? I'm not sure whose podcast he's on, but if I heard more today, then I'd counter that and say, so you're saying... I'm not, I'd say to him, so you're saying he practiced that same match for one month. Okay, fine. Who else could do it like that? Not many other guys could do that athletic ability that he had to do that or sell the match. Morrison can even put on that bit of a match as Logan Paul. He never has. No, no, no. But, but he's just saying like, yeah, of course. Well, he he's have, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. He's saying like, yeah, of course he had a great match, but he feels he had that great match. He's taking nothing away from his athletic ability or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you think he practiced he, it? Is he got that much time to perfect? But it, let's 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 pull a. I'm not going to mention names because they're friends with some of these guys. Let's pull a random guy out of All Star Wrestling. He's an average average wrestler, and you'd let him train for one month. There's no way in hell he puts on a match like Logan Paul. So there's much more to it than just doing it every day. That helps, but you got to have the look, the feel, the athletic ability to do it. Because Morrison has never had that good of a match ever. No, no, no. It takes it takes a lot. It's just more than right? just being so, able to. It's more than just being able to go into yeah, the ring and perform I think moves. Morrison come up coming from a place of jealousy they never got a big spot like that ever he's a great athlete but he never had a big spot like Logan Paul it so yeah like I said I haven't read the art I haven't listened to the podcast I was just reading a snippet of what he said so I'll it, it's uh Ryan Satin's um behind the curtain podcast don't even, he, who, he, don't even who that guy yeah, is so he's from Fox he's from Fox okay. and uh since Smackdown is on Fox he's one of the Fox guys and he oh, does okay. uh very very focused wwe focused podcast where okay. he has uh different guys come on different guys and girls come on from the roster and they talk about their career and whatnot so it's just kind of one of those kind of deals so it's yeah. called behind the curtain with brian satin okay all right so during an episode of his podcast wwe hall of famer and current aew personality jake roberts talked about the current wrestlers roberts went off on how young wrestlers don't sell much and never use any of their and never use any of their crazy moves to finish matches. Uh, below is sorry. This is so. This is what Jake had to say. What kills me is that they'll go out and do all these horrible, fucking crazy, unbelievable, spectacular moves that nobody gets beat by, 
one of them. Yeah. If you think about it, you look at some of those, like for example, the young bucks, when they have the guy on their knees and they give him that super kick, I use that's a finisher in itself, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so that's what he's referring to. Like some of these spots where they just slam the guy down hard and he still kicks out, right? Like those are, you know, that's I think what he's referring Finishing to. The match with, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Um you know, so but nobody gets beat by one of those, but they get beat by the most vicious hold in wrestling, the schoolboy, right? <laughs> Which is nothing. It's a nothing move, right? Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say, God damn, I hate that. And shame on you guys for doing the schoolboy, you lazy fucks. Is that <laughs> what you are your fucking egos gotten so big that you won't fucking get beaten by a guy's best maneuver? Fair point. I right? Is that, you know, uh, I want. So so he goes on to say, like, I want to get beaten by the guy's best move. Yeah, that's what's supposed to happen. But what you're seeing a lot, and it makes a lot of sense, and you see this more so in AEW, and I think that's why the matches look a bit more exciting sometimes, is the fact that they do these killer moves that anywhere else would be a finisher. Yeah. But it's just a move that's going to lead to another move. And then it makes total sense. Like, how can these guys kick out of these fucking knockout kind of blows? But then a simple pit roll-up is what has, what's going to beat you. It doesn't make sense. If you look at right? it from that, right? Well, it all comes back down to character, Chance. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, that's the thing. It all comes down to character. It all comes down to, you know, moves are moves. I get it. I mean, moves are what we pay to see. We, that's a part of the match. But... Yeah. I, I almost feel that moves are secondary. I want to see character. I want to see eye expressions. I want to see facial expressions, right? The yeah. storytelling. Brock and uh, Taker comes to mind, where where Brock and you know Brock is sitting up and Taker sits up. They look at each other and laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, like move moments like that. I remember it. It's right off the top of my head. Like yeah. I've been telling you, I've been going back watching old episodes of the Royal Rumble. I'm like, oh shit, this match was on it. The Rock and Hogan stared at him. You could feel the electricity just but staring that's, down. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Like you watch, you go back to watch these cards and you don't remember the matches. You remember the moments. Exactly. Right? And I mean, I can pick out moments, but I can't tell you the whole card. I, I, did, I, can't, I didn't remember that so-and-so fought so-and-so. Yeah, so much wrestling we watched. Right? Kind of it's kind of like when you think of the Royal Rumble What's one of the first things that comes to your mind that you think of? Like for me, it's Kofi. Like the uh, when I think, of Roman, I think of Rick, or... Rick Flair when he in a '92. When I think of it, well, I mean, I, I'm talking about moments. Oh, like the move when he, okay, when he got along the apron there, yeah, yeah, the yeah. I, I'm just like talking about moments, things that kind of stand out, right? Like things that happened, like oh wow, yeah, I remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it's just like WrestleMania, it's like out of what? No, like, Michael's um, the cat skinning the cat. You know, when he goes over the rope and pulls himself back up the Royal Rumble, that's one of the things. Well, that's happens. another, that's iconic, right? Uh, you know, but I'm just thinking of just different moments of things that happen, you know, like Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and Triple H and Hell in the Cell. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you all the matches on WrestleMania 28, but I remember that, even though Rock and Cena fought on that card, right? Yeah. Maybe I the most remember. iconic match of all time, Hogan versus Andre. 90,000 right. people, right? Right, but again... The match itself, it's just stare down, everything. That match only yeah. went for four minutes, five minutes. Yeah, and then Gorilla's classic line, the irresistible force means the immovable object when he said that, you know. Again, there you go. Just little things that you know. When was the last time you watched WrestleMania 3? But yet you still have that in your head, right? Yeah. 
Exactly. So, anyways, why don't we call this uh, yep. puppy what it is? So, guys, this is our preview show for the Royal Rumble. Um, we're we're days away, guys. We are nice. days days away. Uh, we're working on things, guys. We got things coming up. Uh, we will we will give you guys more details here. We're looking yep. to do a collaboration with another podcast here. So once we get some more details on that, we'll shoot that to you guys as well. That's going to be because you got four. They have two people on theirs, right? They got two guys on theirs. So well. Yeah, have, you could have four dudes with. Uh, that's when it gets fun. You got random opinions, random debates. So that this can go either way. It's going either way. It will be fun. I think it's going to be fun. These guys run a podcast that's basically about wrestling history and clippings. So, oh, like um, yeah, so it's really cool. So um, I, I will, I'll send you the information chat so you mm -hmm. can check it out as well. Um, this cool. kind of just came up in the last day or so. So yeah, I yeah. have the chance to kind of touch base with you. Like I it. said, we've had all kinds of different kind of guests on here so we can talk and debate or whatever they, with anybody. So yeah. 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 So it's going to be a bit more of a history lesson. If I may, um, sure. but looking forward to that. Hopefully, we have uh, a date set for that pretty soon. Uh, cool. There's other coals in the fire here. So, like I said, man, we've surprised you before. We will surprise we'll you again. And guess what, guys? We'll even we even surprise ourselves sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yes. and, and guess what? We have merch. Oh yes. Unfortunately, I do not have it with me right now. They're there in the other room. We'll post we, it on our social media site. Yeah, definitely. We got Samp and Chance t-shirts made, ladies and gentlemen. They come in all sizes from triple XL for the big, big man, all the way down to small to the little man and girl, whoever wants to buy one. But hey, guys, we'll, we'll give you more details on those and stuff like yeah. that. We're going to do some contests and giveaways to kind of throw out some merch to you guys. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I'm very excited about this. I've been working, we've been working pretty hard on this to get these made and whatnot, and they're finally done. I'm really happy. Chance, unfortunately, I haven't good. had the chance to show them to you in person yet. You've only seen them on camera, but uh, yeah, they look really good. I'm really excited. So, guys, that's our show for today. My name is Bobby Sampson. This right here is Mr. Chance Michaels. In the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you guys. And like I said, we are two sleeps away from the Royal Rumble. So guys, please, until then, be safe, stay safe, enjoy the Royal Rumble. If you guys are going to drink and get together with your pals, because this is one of those pay-per-views where people like to have a little bit of four. a party, right? Um, so, you know, I call this the second biggest show of the year leading to the biggest show of the year, which is yeah, weird, right? So, yeah. you know, the two favorite shows of the year are about to kind of take place and take shape. Guys, be safe. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the weekend. Sam and Chance will be back soon. Take care, everybody. Have a great